Lloyd, thanks so much for coming on the Digital Noir Presents live at South Start. Oh, pleasure, mate. Pleasure. Anytime. How's South Start been for you so oh, far? I've loved it. it. It's so incredible to see what other people are doing. Mm. And um, especially as, 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 a, as, as a founder and CEO, if you don't get that constant re- reaffirmment uh, that other people are, are facing a lot of the same challenges, yeah. you, you you can lose sight of, of your ultimate goal. And then, you know, that's when you give up, which is so sad. So many people do that. So, uh, yeah. That's it's, it's been a recurring theme, I think. You know, you, you do feel like you're sort of off on an island sometimes, don't you? And oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's really nice to sort of you know, hear the stories and, and meet the people even more importantly. And the other really great thing is that most uh, startups are running at a million miles an hour, right? Mm. So an event like this, it's over two days, you actually get to stop and just smell the roses yeah. and enjoy life a little bit. So um, it's fantastic. I love it. Um, were you at the dinner on uh, Wednesday night? Africola? I was indeed. Yeah. I was indeed. Did you enjoy yeah. that? Oh, I love Africola. <laughs> I'm always amazed at, at, at the, um, the number of really high quality uh, restaurants and, and, and bars and the likes that we have here in Adelaide. It's, yeah. We are spoiled for choice. I know. And it's been so nice having, I think, you know, interstate overseas visitors come in and, and getting them to experience that. And, <laughs> I, and I love that as a part of the uh, as a part of the few days that they've actually got, you know, involved that. And last night at Peel Street, the same. Yes, yes. It's it, it's quite sad. Oh, I, I feel a bit wrong saying this, but it's a bit sad showing the interstate people our secret places <laughs> like Peel Street. And so long as you didn't take them to Bank Street Social, I'm I'm, I'm okay with yeah, that. I think a few of them might have been down at Bank Street Social oh, last night. So. <laughs> <laughs> Heaven forbid they'll move to Adelaide. <laughs> So, how long have you been? Have you, have you been in Adelaide a long time? Or? I've been here for, oh, geez, almost 13 years, okay. to be honest. Yeah. What have you seen change in that time? Well, um, besides uh, the traffic's got a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, just the the startup community, the, the, the embracing technology just moving forward, that has been incredible to watch. Um, you know, I've, uh, I've been involved in, in, in engineering, in, in research for, uh, for many, many years. And it's always been government-driven. Okay. And now, all of a sudden, there's so much support, be it government or VCs or just even angel investors coming on board saying, this is what we want to see happen uh, for the state and let's make Adelaide uh, do it. I think it's been quite exciting, yeah, seeing some of the, the non-government investment come yes. in because there has been this traditional reliance on, on government and especially yes. in some of the, uh, you know, in defense and in, and in some of these uh, high-tech industries. But it's, yes. I think... We've talked a lot in the last two days about, you know, needing kind of grassroots level and people sort of just, you know, taking risks and, yes. and, and trying new things. Well, one of the, ma- the amazing things that, that, that I've seen is um, even government itself has been able to step up and take a bit of risk itself. Yeah, sure. Right? Um, there's, uh, because of my, ba- my defense background, there's what that, that uh, Defense Innovation Hub and Next Gen Tech Fund. Mm. And there's, I think, $1.5 billion over 10 years okay. that's going into new and exciting research, which is, um, and, and, and that's available to uh, every single Australian company out there to put in an application and uh, try and pursue their technology. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So, so what is, what's it been like for you starting and, uh, and, and, and creating a business here in South Australia? <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, um, it's it's been a bit crazy, <laughs> right? Um, I I look back on uh, the eighteen months that it's been, and it's it's just been, um, yeah, just just absolutely crazy. A lot of support. Um, whenever I've I've tried to talk to um, a state government about it, for example, mm. I can see how people have uh, in just just cottoned onto the whole notion of space, right? Being a, sp- a space startup, it's it's almost an easy sell. 
Sure. And um, so it's 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 just been building that momentum has been 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 amazing. Um, yeah. So tell us a bit more about about the startup. <laughs> So um, we've been trying to keep very, very quiet for as long as possible. <laughs> you can only do that for so long. Yeah. No. So, so, so what we're what we're doing is um, a while ago we identified that there's a thirty billion dollar market out there to get uh, satellites into orbit. Mm. Now there's already so many rockets being designed and built to satisfy that need, but there are no, almost no facilities from which all of those rockets can launch. Okay. So that's exactly where my company is coming in. So we're trying to develop the infrastructure, the, the, the stuff on the ground, mm. so that companies, both domestic and international, can come to Australia to launch their rockets um, from our shores. The flow-on effects that that has for our, say, satellite manufacturing industry is that they no longer have to wait months before they can get their satellites into orbit. It's weeks or weeks or uh, you know days or weeks type of thing so historically so what would that process look like like how would you, how do you go about finding launch pads or launch areas we, up until now it's all been quite uh, quite fixed that there, there's only a few around the world that you can use mm. and they're all consumed so to speak by these big rockets right yep and um so if you want to just send your your little three kilogram satellite up into space you've got to do what's known as a ride share. Okay. So there's some big-ass satellite going out there. Catch a lift. Exactly. And you're hitchhiking, so you 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 get sent into the orbit that they're going. Yeah, right? okay. Yeah, sure. Regardless of whether or not that's what you want, that is that is what you get. And um, so, yeah. So, so, so historically, companies have made these little, little CubeSats and shipped them off to say, let's just pick on Cape Canaveral. Mm -hmm. And there they've sat on a bench for months, collecting dust with the batteries slowly winding down. Sure. And um, just waiting. And the startup in the interim has been burning through cash. Mm. So the whole driver now is that if you have a small rocket that can only that only takes a small payload to space, it's there on demand for you. So you come along with your CubeSat, um, and you take it to the rocket, and so long as you have all the um, the, um, the approvals to launch, for argument's sake, yep. regulatory stuff in place, mm. you can launch it as soon as possible. How much regulatory red tape is there <laughs> around this? I imagine it's 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 uh, been a nightmare. Um, we put together a flow diagram, mm. and uh, we had to use very small font, and it just <laughs> fitted onto A3. <laughs> so, but it's all for a really good a uh, good reason. I mean. Rockets are, are, are very big, yep. and if something does go bad, it goes bad quite badly. So all of the rules and regulations are there to ensure that, that people and the environment are, are, are the safest they can ever be. Sure. So, uh, yeah. a- and so do, do you supply the actual, the actual rockets as well, or are people basically bringing rockets and whatever the payload is over to, to you? Fundamentally, it's, it's people bring the rockets to us. Mm-hmm. Now, because of the skill sets that we're developing within, uh, within Southern Launch and, and uh, people who are coming to join us, we will have some of that, that skill sets to be able to, okay. to help people with their rockets, you know, ba- be it the basic design, so to speak, sure. um, or some of the, the, the electronics that go on board. So, yeah. So your background's in defense, you, you said? I, yep. I spent um, ooh, almost 12 years working defense research, okay. um, doing artificial intelligence, working in hypersonics, doing all sorts of uh, 
weird and wonderful and crazy things and and uh, just l- oh my gosh it was incredible so uh, yeah so and what was the catalyst then for southern launch how did you i studied space engineering in sydney geez, right after the uh, the olympic games okay right and um back then there was no such thing as space in australia mm. uh, actually i take that back there was optus and optus was building its its big satellite but okay. that was about it and um uh, nothing was really happening in space up until you know two, three, four years ago when when people really started to talk about space. And then we had the uh, big space conference yep. in Adelaide last year, and uh, yeah, that's just a fait accompli then. And, yeah. and now there's quite a lot happening in the space in the state, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we um, uh, we yet to attract or retain a a rocket manufacturer. But we have companies developing uh, space, uh, s- uh, s- sorry, satellite buses, so the actual like um, chassis. Okay. Um, we've got Fleet Mariota, they're all connecting everyone and doing some fantastic things. Yeah. We've got uh, Nauman Space uh, developing little uh, uh, satellite thrusters. Um, and I mean, that, that's just a handful of the startups. Then there's a whole bunch of established companies doing space related work as well. So it's, it's pretty fantastic. What's your kind of vision for the future of space? Oh, I really want us, Australia, to do something big. Okay. Right? And fundamentally, that's about, well, I was going uh, to say get us up off our asses, but in reality, it, it, it's a bit of that, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's proving to ourselves and backing ourselves that we can actually do some of this high-tech work. Yep. Because... It's there for the taking. We have all of those individual building blocks available to us, uh, to us to put to use, and if we don't aim really, really high, we, you know, we'll, we'll just be fighting everybody else. S- There's been a common thread, I think, of this this need to um, think big and think bigger than what we we exactly. currently are, and I think there's. I mean, it's a gross generalization because so I've spoken to so many people in the last 24 hours that have done incredible things. But I think often, you know, in a city like Adelaide, you kind of do tend to think a bit smaller and a bit local. But th- and, and there's this, this terrible, I, I, I call it terrible, it's, it, it's a terrible culture where we don't back ourselves. Yeah. We, um, we look around the world and, and, and we see a whole bunch of, say, uh, NASA's or SpaceX doing some incredible things. And we go, wow, if only we were as good as SpaceX. Now, hang on, what's the difference, yeah. <laughs> right? They're people just like you and I. Um, they sp- speak sort of English. Mm-hmm. They, um, they have been exposed to the same things that we have. Mm. So why not? Why, why not back ourselves and just try? So um, um, no, I, I, I thought, yeah. <laughs> How does that work in terms of like, regulas- re- like regulation in space at the moment? So if I want to send something into orbit, um, how do you go about doing that <laughs> can you just shoot it up there well yes but you'll get into a lot of trouble <laughs> so th- there's no real um uh governing body that everybody talks to and says you know please approve my uh, uh my satellite like like a un of space yeah sure no such thing really so each country has to um uh, put forward or you know uh authorize a launch and say that this isn't going to hurt anybody else's satellites up there. So th- there's going to be no crashes. There's a, um, uh, it's not going to endanger anybody else. Um, 
And so that's the role of our Australian Space Agency at the moment. Yep. Um, and you've got to ensure that all your, if, if you're going to be broadcasting, you're going to broadcast uh, in the correct frequencies and it's not going to mess things up. Um, um, so, yeah, so you've got to follow, you've got to get a launch permit and you've got to fo- get all of your um, spectrum licenses, um, which takes a while, as you can imagine. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's, it's all very doable. And, and what stage is, is your business? Like, so you fully operational or? Um, in a few weeks' time, in, in, in less than two weeks' time, we'll be looking to make a nice little announcement. Awesome. Yes, exciting yes, stuff. Yes. I- exciting because, as I said at the start, you know, we, we've been trying to work under, under uh, in stealth mode, they like to call it, yep. for as long as possible. Um, so, yeah, we, we uh, yeah. <laughs> Why have you been do- working in under stealth? Just ju- just because it is a competitive market, and you and you want to. Well, my whole philosophy has always been that that if you're going to announce something, mm. make sure that it is set in stone. Okay. So you don't actually, it, so you don't ever g- have to go back and say, actually, we we didn't achieve what we wanted to. Sure. So, in two weeks' time, we will hopefully have uh, dotted the last I and crossed the last T. And uh, things will be literally set in stone about where it is we're going to be hel- um, uh, having our launch facility. Exciting. So we'll, s- we'll stay stay tuned for that. Well, thanks. I, in regards to just space in general, like let's look forward, you know, 20, 30, 50 years in terms of sort of, you know, commerce moving up there. And I've, I've, I've heard people talking about, um, you know, waste disposal being a, a, yeah. a massive thing. Well, what, what, what do you see um, the sort of space looking like from a commercial point of view, I suppose? Commercial, I think that, the real next big thing will be space transport, mm-hmm. right? I mean, um, last year at, at, at the space conference in Adelaide, Elon Musk put forward his, his idea where instead of trying to catch a, an, an aircraft and fly for like 23 hours to get to Europe, mm. you'll use one of his rockets, fly out of Sydney, and an hour and a half later you'll land in London. Yeah. Just because once you're out of the atmosphere, you just float in orbit to where you want to be which I, I really think will be fantastic. Incredible. Because, because the biggest uh, uh, um, uh, ecological thing at the moment, that, that doesn't sound right, but the worst thing we're doing for our environment at the moment is, is running aircraft. Yep. Right? Mm. So if we can get away from all of that, that's, wow, that's perfect, I think. And, the, and would there be, would the, the, the sort of the trade-off of the, the actual... Uh, rocket launch or whatever that be less carbon emissions than than the you know, 24 hour flight yeah yeah so they 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 want to start exploring greener fuels so, yep. so to speak you know yeah. so um um and that'll have either no impact on the environment we'll use biomass fuel or something like mm. that um or have a very reduced impact which is just fantastic so, um, it would be incredible. I mean, imagine if you could get to Europe in an hour and a oh half. Oh, my gosh. I, I, f- I fly to Europe quite frequently okay. now, discount economy. Yeah. And I can <laughs> promise you now, <laughs> yeah, 23 hours in the back of a plane is, yeah. uh, is a long time <laughs> to be burning jet fuel. So, uh, yeah. You get to travel a bit with, uh, with, your, with your work? Or? Uh, yes, yes. Or to go and uh, meet customers, mm. develop all of those relationships. You know, it's a very small community, so it's all uh, people-based. So, uh, yeah. Beautiful. Oh, thanks so much for taking the pleasure, time to have pleasure. a chat with us. Really appreciate it. Thanks, James. And uh, we'll uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye out for the next couple of weeks. Thanks, David. Cheers, guys. Beautiful. Bye. Thank you.